pronoun to you all. Let us begin with the Gayatri prayer. Please join me in offering this most ancient and sublime invocation. Let us meditate on the glory of that effulgent reality from whom the whole universe is projected. May that enlighten our minds. For just a few moments, let us become calm and subjective, practicing meditation with devotion and determination. Let us offer together a prayer of self-realization. Prayer number two, which may be found on page 20 in the prayer book. Calmly and devotedly, together, let us pray. Awaken me to thy unconditional and everlasting truth, which remains unchanged through all eternity. Give me the vision of the spiritual oneness of all humanity and of all beings and all objects of thy vast and magnificent universe. Life through all its complexities 
progresses to one ideal of liberation in thy cosmic existence. I seek thy perfection of transcendental peace. Great souls illumined in their conscious identity with thee have held the light of thy wisdom before my struggling heart to guide me to thy perfection. In the realization of thy perfection, I recognize my own absolute perfection. I am transcendental peace. Amen. In this unusual time, we all might feel as if a new regimen of asceticism has been demanded of us. Our usual activity of life has changed dramatically. We are grieving over the countless ways life has changed, and yet we are also intensely searching for meaning. We want to look to more than just the bright side of things. We want to mine the depths of our strongest ideals to carry us more ably through each day. Many have embraced the changes brought about by this quieting of society to protect and care for the most fragile members of our global community. We observe the greater attention given to loved ones. We feel keenly the importance of drawing inward and of finding a way to participate in life creatively through art and music and poetry. There is even a new sense of urgency to develop and invent life-saving tools and medicines, recognizing the infinite potential of the human mind dedicated to a task with fervor and intelligence. We have begun to understand the scope of our desire and what it means to need something rather than to want something. We have pared back the extraneous for the essential, and we are learning what it means to live a little more simply. With this experience, we seek a philosophy, an ideal that offers the proper foundation for the life we must lead. And we do have a spiritual heritage that spans the entire scope of humanity with divinity. We can and we should embrace it, stick to it, hold it dear to our heart, and let it grow in our every thought, word, and action. Our daily meditation 
deepens our ideal within us, so much so that we live and breathe it at every moment. This yoga of living touches every corner of our life. No space remains untouched by it. When we utter the phrase, the four corners of the earth, we are expressing the entirety of the universal spirit, complete and perfect. Though we seldom realize it, the power of our ideal touches everyone and everything. How utterly important it is that we dedicate ourselves to our ideal. By it we find meaning and we fulfill our purpose by sharing the great truth and reality of our existence. Please join me in offering these eternal truths. We share together each Sunday in our worship service these expressions of the universal ideal shared by the scriptures of humanity from the Rig Veda, the Upanishads, the Old and New Testaments of the Bible, the Quran, and the Avesta. Please join me in offering these eternal truths. I am an absolute monist. I believe truth is one. Men call it by various names. God, Brahman, is consciousness, existence, bliss, absolute. Everything is the manifestation of God, the divine reality. The soul of man is of identical nature with the God of the universe. Make thine own self pure by good thoughts, good words, good deeds. Realize thyself. By the realization of one's own self, the absolute self is realized. God is the light of the heavens and the earth. He who realizes God becomes one with God. I am that I am. I and my Father are one. I am Brahman the absolute self. At this time, we will have readings from various scriptures of humanity by Moni Depp Day. A reading from the Kaivala Upanishad. Then the true devotee of self-realization in whom all personal and objective desires have ceased to exist, approached the great master with veneration and said, O oh, venerable one, teach me the knowledge of Brahman, the one and the absolute God, and also the way to attain 
to the realization of that transcendental spirit whom the wise constantly seek after, who is hidden in all and by the light of whom one, in due time, gains complete freedom from all finiteness and limitations and becomes one with the Supreme Self. The Venerable Master said to the devotee, Seek to realize Brahman by unconditional and abiding faith, supreme devotion, profound meditation, and the practice of the spiritual yoga. The subjective communion of mind with self and self with self-consciousness. And from the Bible, the second book of Samuel in the Old Testament. My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make music with all my being. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing your praises among the nations. For your loving devotion is higher than the heavens, and your truth reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and let your glory cover the earth. And from the Al-Isra of the Quran, Invoke God, O invoke the Most Gracious. By whichever name you invoke God, God is always one, for all names reflect God's attributes of perfection. And from the prayers of the Prophet Muhammad, I take refuge in the light of your countenance, wherein all darkness are illuminated. O Lord, show me things as they are. Once again, let us join together in offering a prayer from the prayer book, Prayers of Self-Realization. Let us offer prayer number 21, which may be found on page 42. Slowly and devotedly, let us pray. O Thou Divine Reality of the Universe, on the path of life I travel in search of Thee. From the dawn of time I have walked along the road of creation, that my soul should meet Thy soul. 
Thou hast shared with me the glory of thy cosmic manifestation. I have felt the intimation of thy presence by my side. Thou hast not denied me thy guidance. Even when I refused to seek thy illumination, for thou knowest the joy of the unasked gift. How often has my courage failed my heart, but thou hast always inspired my soul with thy almighty power. I feel thy nearness to my soul, but thou dost always elude my grasping hands. I know not why. Lest my path be lonely, thou dost send me souls to love, to lighten the burden of my journey. Thou dost keep me serene in the dual currents of anguish and joy. In the silent hour of solitude, I ponder. In thy absolute perfection, amidst thy infinite creation, why dost thou abide with me, a struggling soul? At last I know, it is because thou thyself must guide thy created to reach thy perfection. Amen. At this time, you may wish to join in the singing of this beautiful hymn, Abide with me.
please join me in offering the prayer of devotion by Swami Yogananda Paramhansa, the Guru Preceptor of our Church. Heavenly Father, may thy love shine forever on the sanctuary of my devotion, and may I be able to awaken thy love in all hearts. Om. Peace. Amen. Many of us would consider renunciation to be an austerity, a religious discipline in which we renounce certain elements of our daily experience. But what is renunciation really? And can renunciation be joyful? Millions of people at this time are observing the holy month of Ramadan through fasting and prayer. It is a practice of daily renunciation with worshipful intention, with devotion, and with determination. If we look to the lives of great souls, can we identify whether or not they found joy in renunciation? It should weigh on us deeply and personally the thought that many do not fast intentionally, yet do go hungry. Perhaps even a small fast for a short period during the waking hours of the day reminds us of not only the physical hunger that all living creatures, large and small, experience to one degree or another, but perhaps it also reminds us of the spiritual hunger for peace, the hunger for connection, meaning, and fulfillment. If we examine more closely the message of great souls who journeyed on the path of life before us, we realize the invaluable message of a life humbly lived we see that they lived lives of renunciation, simplicity, and service, living so as not to harm another, realizing in the words of the poet William Wordsworth that often the world is too much with us. We want to live in the world but not of the world. The world is, in fact, a place where it is possible to elevate our thoughts and bring us closer to God, closer to the divine self within us. But to achieve this requires tremendous humility and self-mastery. There is a word 
from the Islamic tradition that means renunciation. That word is zud. It implies detaching the heart from the world. The renouncer of the world is not saddened or overwhelmed by the world, nor merely engaged in only working for it. Rather, the renunciate is dedicated to the search for truth. Renunciation, or zud, means living a simple life. Zud is considered makam, a station or stage in the unfoldment of the soul. Everything in life can be an aid toward the unfoldment of the beautiful and divine qualities within us. There are some who believe that Zud was influenced by the Christian hermits with whom early Muslims had some familiarity, while others identify the tradition of Zud or detachment with the pre-Islamic Arab Hanifs who practice the ascetic life and who may have had a considerable influence on the life of the Prophet Muhammad. The Prophet himself spent long periods in solitude, fasting and praying, even before he began to convey a sacred message through his public life. It is significant and symbolic that he went to the cave of Hira at Jabal al-Nur, the mountain of light. Nur means light. This is where he received his enlightened message of the oneness of God. Though similar to Moses at the burning bush, he was quite unnerved by his experience and worried that he was not equipped to carry out the work he was called to do. The still, small voice within him was just beginning to speak a little more loudly, for he was beginning to listen a little more carefully. Is that not what our meditation offers us? In the silence of our heart, we attune ourselves to that holy vibration. One with this vibration, we no longer fear the awesome responsibility of life and service. Rather, we are energized by it. We are enlightened by it. It strengthens our will and purifies our heart. This refinement of character is demonstrated by living our ideal. Our life then truly becomes our message. At this time of Ramadan, we reflect on not only the first revelation to the Prophet Muhammad, 
but we remember that the Quran serves as a reminder of what had been revealed before. Frequent are the passages that say, Verily, all of this has indeed been said in earlier revelations, the revelations of Abraham and Moses, and some whose stories we have not even told you. In the book of Exodus, Moses is described as being on Mount Horeb when he witnesses the burning bush that was not consumed by the flames. There, God told Moses to take off his sandals as he approached the burning bush. In the Quran, this place is revered as Al-Buqa, Al-Mubaraka, the blessed ground. Here, Moses tried to hide his face from the great light shining before him and was reluctant to take on the task requested of him. Feeling that he lacked eloquence and that someone else should be sent in his place. He learned here, in this moment, the name of God. I am that I am. Upon the mystical experience of absolute oneness with God, the mystics return to be in the world, but not of the world. They continue on the path of enlightenment and to serve God by serving humanity. It is written in the Quran that God said, I breathed into humanity something of my own spirit. This breath of life, this prana, is experienced in our own meditation. Awakening to it with a greater awareness and understanding is our supreme joy. Simplicity in the life of Muhammad mirrors that in the life of Moses, Jesus, Buddha, Gandhi, and other great souls. The rishis, prophets, sages, and saints are all different flowers in the garden of enlightened living. After his baptism by John, Jesus went into the wilderness. Perhaps John's own practice of asceticism left an impression upon him. He spent 40 days and 40 nights fasting and praying in the Judean desert, attempting to overcome the attachment of desire and lead a simple life. His message from the desert reminds us that we do not live by bread alone. What did Jesus mean when he said, whoever finds his life will lose it, 
and whoever loses his life will find it. Perhaps the intensity of his meditation and prayer led him to fully realize his divine purpose, to share the message of God, guided by the indwelling Spirit. Later, Jesus said to his disciples, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. These beatitudes are eternal guides to every devotee of God. They had a profound influence on the life of Mahatma Gandhi. Gandhi settled into the simplicity of rural ashram life, living simply so that others might simply live. Gandhi said, the secret of a happy life lies in renunciation. Renunciation is life. Renunciation made for the sake of service is ineffable joy of which none can deprive one because that nectar springs from within and sustains life. In this, there can be no room for worry or impatience. Without this joy, long life is impossible and would not be worthwhile, even if possible. Simplicity, service. Gandhi understood both. He understood the necessity of simplicity, and he believed service to be the staff of life. Buddha renounced his kingdom as a young prince in search of enlightenment. He gave up his fine clothes, and though he initially went to extremes in the life of asceticism, he found the middle path. He longed to live a balanced life of non-attachment. In the Dhammapada, there is a chapter called Bhikkhu Vago, the law of renunciation, in which the Buddha states, let your vision reveal reality. Learn to hear only truth, perceive only good. Utter constructive words of wisdom and guidance. Gain control over your eyes, ears, nose, and tongue, for these are but your instruments to render service. Be the ruler of your senses and govern your speech. Be the sovereign of your mind and the master of yourself. The highest good is gained through self-mastery. 
one becomes free from all causes of sorrow if one is ebiku, one of renunciation. A life of renunciation means abiding with that power and peace that passeth understanding. Just as we hear the words in the hymn, Abide with me, fast breaks the morning light. Our day star rises, banishing all night. Our day star, our pole star, guides us eternally in the remembrance of God. A devotee remembers God always and in everything. This constant remembering purifies the heart and awakens an intense love that desires nothing but God. Our life continually proceeds to sanctify the senses when we purify the body, mind, heart, and soul. It draws us more deeply to the subjective life and more closely to God. Let us awaken to the goodness of life, helping one another and living by the wisdom and peace of our soul. Amen. Will you all please fold your hands and place them at your hearts and with consciousness lifted to the supreme self of us all, Together, let us pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Grant us, O Lord, the realization of thy presence, peace, and perfection within us and all beings, now and forevermore. Amen.